Hello and welcome to the Norfolk Folklore Society. I'm Shifra. I'm Stacia. And on today's episode, we're going to be we're going to be telling a story about two things that you wouldn't necessarily put together. <laughs> um, one of those is an incredibly creepy and now demolished underground toilet at Tombland, mm-hmm. and the other thing is time travel. Time travel, and it's toilet talk today. (laughs) Toilet talk. (laughs) I don't know how many mouths. (laughs) I don't know how many people actually remember these toilets. I I do. I never went in them. They were. Oh, you missed out. You really missed out. I was always too scared. They looked terrifying. (laughs) Really, really awful. They were built in the 1930s, weren't they? Not that I was there then. They were there in the 1930s and they are, they were right in front of what is now, or it, actually I think the restaurant's closed now. It was, um, was it Pizza One Pancakes 2? It was Pizza One, but in fact, um, I put a note at the bottom of our podcast notes, which will come out on June the 1st, which um, which shows my love for pancake, Pancakes One or whatever it is. Pizza uh, One I'm Pancakes desperate, desperate for their pizza recipe, their base recipe. So that's that. <laughs> That's a boring thing to add in. But yeah, it was right in front of there and kind of in front of the cathedral. Um, and but listen, it was the... quite a, a nice looking area. And to be fair, they've redone it. They filled it. I'm assuming they filled the toilets in and it's not just like an empty space, which would be amazing. Oh, my word. Was. Yeah, the tunnel of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it, it, it looked like a Cold War bunker, didn't it? Yes, it did. So it kind of was a bit of an eyesore. Even like I'm mm. pretty t- like I love Anglia Square. For people who listen who aren't from Norfolk or, or Norwich, Anglia Square is like iconic, isn't it? Really brutalist, yeah, kind of, like, like architecture. It's great. It's like, yeah. and and so I'm quite tolerant of that sort of thing. I don't mind that kind of architecture, but this was pretty grim, really. I I didn't mind it. I I kind of I I think I appreciated its incredible creepiness from the get go, uh, and the fact that when I used to use it. Um, because it was in clubbing land. It is central club, clubbing central land. Central clubbing was. land. And um, so they did now. sensibly close it at, at kind of a certain time so you can go down there because then it would have been carnage, I'd imagine. Mm. But um, somebody was living in the ladies um, when I went down there. There was a homeless, well, she wasn't homeless, she was in the toilets. Um, and she I think I, really, I remember her. Yeah, she had many bags mm. and a trolley. How she? Got, I don't know how she got the trolley down there because there were quite steep steps. Um, but she really did not appreciate you going to her house to use the toilet. <laughs> um, and and so you did take your life in your hands. But, you know, when you are desperate, you don't really care. You just know, you, you just got to go, haven't you? You go, don't you? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was it was it was a really I think we can put up some pictures, can't we? When we when we do this. Yeah, we'll share some pictures. Um, so I think it was closed in 2012. Yeah. And they finally demolished it in 2020. Yes, that's right. Even the um, even Norwich City Council in their planning app to do this um, described the Tombland toilets as generally unwelcoming. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of thought, are any welcoming? But anyway, well, I don't know. Some aren't too bad, I guess. No. (laughs) Um, 
but I so I first heard this story from the Reverend Lionel Fanthorpe when I went to last year's so that's 2022 ASAP's Seriously Strange Conference in Bath. Um, ASAP is the Association for the T- Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomena. And it was um, a weekend conference and um, the Reverend Lionel Fanthorpe is actually president of ASAP. So he was like, he was one of the speakers and he told lots of great stories. And um, he shared this one about the Norwich toilet. And I was like, oh my God, a Norwich story. How exciting. So then like immediately I messaged you with it. Um, But it turns out he does share this story like quite a lot. but before we move on to the story, just Reverend, I don't know, um, not everyone might have heard of the Reverend Lionel Fanthorpe. What? Yeah, I know. I can't even believe that myself because mm. he's such a like important figure in, I guess, how we turned out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but he used to, so I mean, he's done loads of stuff, but I first knew him um, as the presenter of 40 and TV. And I have like this, like, such a vivid memory of watching 14 TV. Um, we just moved to Norfolk and we rented a cottage. We hadn't bought a house yet. I say we, my parents, I was like a kid. Um, we rented a cottage near Wyndham next to a windmill. And I can just really vividly remember watching it. Uh, I checked with my mum to see what year we moved to Norfolk and it would have been impossible that I was watching it because we moved here in 1995 and that didn't show didn't actually come out till 1997 oh so have I actually had a time slip where I saw into the future watching 14 tv oh my word really well, that's, that's I quite like, meta isn't it I'm I can't, not sure like, stress how vivid this memory is like it's one that always sticks in my head so I started doing some, re- sorry, we're on a bit of a sidetrack because I found out some really interesting stuff. We Coming will back get- to the toilets, stick with we, us. We will get back to the toilets. Yeah. But because my mum was like, well, we didn't move here till 1995, um, we we moved here in 1995. I was like, well, what on earth did I watch? What was it? So I did some research and I went down this rabbit hole. Oh my gosh. So I found out in 1994, end of 1994, so I could have watched this thing on repeat on BBC Two. They did a weird night and it was like BBC Two's weird night. Oh, my God. It was amazing. And I found it all on YouTube. Oh, it my God. And, and What else and, was on it? So they had, um, there was like a 40, I, did, I should have written this down and I didn't. There's a 14 like roundup of the year, which was really similar to 14 TV. So I'm wondering yeah. if that's what inspired it. And that is actually yeah. what's in my head because it was very, very similar. But Lionel Fanfork wasn't presenting it. They had like an episode of The X-Files. They had this weird film, a very weird film, which I watched last night about urban myths. Okay. It was bizarre, like absolutely bizarre. <laughs> and then it was called it was called WSH, which stands for Weird Shit Happens. <laughs> And then they had like um, an open kind of chat at, um, in Blackpool's, um, what's it called? Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, <gasps> And like people were talking. I didn't watch all of this one because I just didn't have time. But um, they people were just discussing weird topics and stuff. I was, I was like. Yeah, this sounds like a great night. Like, so what I will share the link. Because I'm I'm absolutely sure that I must have watched a repeat of that or something, and that's what I was watching. Blimey. It was so bizarre. Anyway, 
back to the but Lionel's Lionel's we should also say Lionel is a Norfolk boy born yeah. in Deerham. Yep. And he spoke so in, he, in case he could be in any any better. Yeah. He um he taught at Helsden High. I think yeah. he was like the head teacher there, maybe. Yeah. Um he worked for local press. I don't think it's EDP. I feel like it's like the Dis Mercury or something. Or it, it could have been the Deerham Chronicle, wasn't it? Was it? I, I think yeah, I think he, he he did that straight away and very, very wisely. Got out of it. Became a van driver instead. Yeah, he's done um, so many things. Like yeah, he's done everything, great. and he's now a reverend, obviously. Yeah, and he went. He was at Keswick Training School for stu- for teachers, wasn't he? Tall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is. He has. He's a man with many strings to his bow. Um, I also found like the first episode of Fourteen TV on youtube which i'll add as well and there's a norfolk story in it i know and there was a norfolk story in the roundup on the 14 the the weird night as well so the norfolk story in um 14 tv is straw it was at sheringham and straw just like rains down oh yeah did we try to do that some but we couldn't find anything about it no so that was that one um, yeah and then in the 14 in the weird roundup it was um ball lightning at Pullen market and they've got like the in so this ball of lightning came down next to these bungalows and basically burned out the inside of someone's loft but the outside of the house was like completely perfect i was like oh, wow. oh, like <laughs> all this, this Norfolk stuff is just amazing so anyway, I got totally distracted on research for this story mm. because I had a weird time slip in my head. Well, there you go. That is as valid as the story itself, which I suppose we should bother to tell, shouldn't we? Yeah, I suppose. Point, I'm sorry about that. But it's just um, really exciting. I just like, oh, it's so I exciting. It. You know, I'm when just you just find, find yeah. like, you start on a little trail, you pull that little thread and then there's just all Genuinely, this Genuinely, this is literally my life of kind of thinking, right, I'll, I'll just do this. And then suddenly I'm looking at, I don't know, pixies that used to live in North Walsham or something, and you're like, whoa, what's going on? Um, so shall we tell the story? story? Yeah, do you want me to tell the story? I can start it if you like. Sorry, I've got okay. hiccups a little bit. Excuse okay. me, that's really gross for a podcast. <laughs> Apologies, everyone. It's because I've just drunk, drank some fizzy pop. And it's... Oh, no. What is it? Um, it's very, it's um, Causton to Press Cloudy. Oh, okay, thanks. God, it's not a cola-based yeah. <laughs> or we'd all be in trouble. Yeah, oh dear. We um, no, remember those good. days. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the tale begins as the Reverend Fanthorpe and his wife Patricia had returned from a walk around the cathedral and to their car parked next to the underground toilets in Tombland. Just to note, so it was the toilets and then a car park right next to it in this like yeah. historical centre of Norwich. Yeah. Um, in an interview with the maelstrom.com in 2019, he said, As we came out of the cathedral gate, a poor woman came running across to see us. Her car was parked pretty close to ours. She saw my dog collar and realised I was a priest and said, Father, can you help me? I don't know what's happened to my husband. He went to the toilet and left me in the car and didn't come back. I asked a traffic warden who went past if he'd be kind enough to take a look down there in case he's had a heart attack or fallen on the stairs. 
The traffic warden had walked down the steps and into the toilet, checking the cubicles and the urinal, but there was no one there. The woman swore she could not have missed her partner leaving. She was getting more and more worried, so I went and had a look down there myself. And just as the traffic warden reported, the place was empty, said Reverend Fanthorpe. I mean, that's pretty scary if your husband just disappears into these already, like, pretty scary toilets. And just yeah, let's out. hope she hadn't been to the ladies and knew how, quite how horrendous it was down there. <laughs> yeah. That would have added to the horror. Yeah, yeah. You don't, it's, you don't expect your husband to walk into a public toilet and then not come out. No, really. it's, it is like and... kind of panic inducing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it's not what you expect on a nice day out. Although, um, I suppose at least it's an interesting toilet to look at. You wonder how long she was there for. Yeah, because it is it is a dodgy thing with the toilet. You kind of you don't want to rush people, do you? No. Yeah, if it was like I went in to buy some stamps and you saw there wasn't a queue, you think, well, what 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 are they doing? Yeah, they're going to the toilet. There are things they could be doing. Yeah, that's and, true. Um, well, at what point? Do it must you been long enough be... for her to worry, especially like is if he... she was. Is he in a time slip? You know, if, <laughs> if she was, point? if she was concerned that he'd fallen or something, he, yeah. I would imagine he'd been there for a while. Yeah. Um, um. So where are we going now after that? Do you want me okay, to? Was it so? Not long afterwards, Patricia mm-hmm. and I were talking to her and trying to comfort her. To my utter astonishment, a man emerges from this toilet that I'd seen empty with my own two eyes, looking very bewildered. The man walked to his car to the delight of his worried wife. Ashen-faced, he told her he needed to recover for a moment before he could explain. And then he told a strange tale. He said he'd gone down to use the toilet, then come up again, only to find his car was not there, his wife was not there, and everything looked strangely different, said Rev Thanthorpe. The car, that's quite hard to say, isn't it, Rev Thanthorpe? Um, The car's a little way ahead of where that toilet was located, were going past on the road, and he said they were almost silent. It sounded as if they had electric engines rather than the normal internal combustion engines we're used to. He said, I stood there and it was as if I'd gone into the future. He added, I've read science fiction stories in which there are time slips, and if you can get back to the right place again, you might be able to slip back. Looking out over an unfamiliar view, the man stood staring for a few minutes, then went back down the stairs, rested for a moment and walked back up into what was, for him, the present day. His wife and the Thanthorps were waiting. So he's not gone back because normally they pop back in time, not forward, don't they? Yeah, so I guess that kind of that silent car implies that it's the future. And it could be mm. now, like, because electric cars are really quiet. It's a shame, like, he couldn't have offered some advice while he was there to people in the electric <laughs> yeah. Don't vote Brexit. I don't know. <laughs> don't... <laughs> don't make big plans for the latter half of 2020. <laughs> but he said he just stands there and watches. Yeah, that's what I was just reading, like, scrolling back up my notes just to see if there was anything else that would indicate that it's really interesting though because we're assuming that he'd gone into the future but one of the like I was going to say symptoms but that isn't the right word at all I'm going to say anyway one of the symptoms of time slips what's the word I'm looking for anyway characteristics yeah that's better that's a better word one of the characteristics of a time slip is everything is like kind of muted yeah, fuzzy. So the cars kind of... could have been 
I guess he would have recognized if they were old cars, but it might not necessarily be the like the future because I, I find it really interesting it that he's noticed the cars. Obviously you'd notice that they were quiet. But then why is he noticed who's behind the wheel? Mm. As soon as I've noticed that the cars were quiet, self-driving stations. So there's no one in the cars? Then why are the cars going? Is this AI gone mad that suddenly cars are just driving us where they fancy going? Instead of us but that's choosing. it, he doesn't, like, there isn't any kind of, like, acknowledgement of any other people. But then we know, like, with um, the Cursey time slip, they don't see people there, did they? The, the boys... It's actually quite rare to see people, isn't it? Mm. It's more... The, I mean, some of, the, some of these times it's are genuinely properly creepy, aren't they? Mm. I'm yeah. sure we'll get to that in a little bit. But they yeah. are. And I would imagine this one, because, you know, it, it seems strange to me that in an account of this, there is no mention of the fact that they're either driverless or there are drivers. Mm. You know, that that to me would be something you'd look for immediately, wouldn't it? To see mm. if there was someone behind the wheel. And I there's suppose no so it's, it's, it's shock, though, isn't it? If you were in that situation, you're really disorientated. Maybe this person, he has an interest in cars, so that is something that he noticed first, whereas I wouldn't notice that at all. I'd be more like on what the person is wearing, you know, mm. if there's people around, because I, I'm interested in, in fashion, I guess, and, and mm. like historical fashion. So that's something I would probably notice more than cars. I don't know. What would you notice? Well, I'd look to see who was behind the wheel, at least. I suppose it would be... It would be quite mesmerising to see these silent vehicles mm. kind of gliding past you and nothing else. You see, was the toilet still there? This is it. Was it nicer? Well, the toilet must have still been there because he went back down into it, didn't he? Yeah. Well, and then it was the toilet. The it same. must have been before twenty twenty, then, mustn't it? Because they. That's so sometime the time slip. If it was the future, it was twenty twenty, like before twenty twenty. But it must have been before cars, 2012 because the toilets were locked. So he wouldn't have been if it was if it was after 2012. He just would have been locked in the toilets. Maybe we're applying too much logic to his mind bending time traveling. Mm. And yeah, but maybe he wasn't going back down a toilet. Maybe he was going down a I don't know a shoot to the moon. How do people go to the toilet in the future? They don't bother. They just have somebody else do it for them. A, a bot does it. A bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened next so um the fan his and his wife his wife and the fanthorps were waiting reverend mm-hmm. fanthorps said i tried to weigh up what might have happened and it seemed when he came up the stairs the first time there had been some sort of time slip you get time slips and time quakes just as you get earthquakes or faults in the electricity supply i certainly couldn't explain how or what had happened I think time is very mysterious and he did exactly the right thing going down again. And when he came back up, he was in our time. He summed that up nicely, isn't he? Yeah. And I think it's actually, I think it's really interesting that that's like a first hand account. Like Lionel Fanthorpe actually went, he spoke to the people who it happened to. He went down into the toilet. So he knew that the person wasn't there. And I don't think you get that very often. You know, often it's it's like, oh, second or third hand kind of information, whereas this is like he spoke to them himself. And I think that makes it 
and he went into the toilet and he went into the toilet so he knows that there was no one there do you think he was a little bit irked that he didn't go to into the future who what lionel fans or yeah i don't know maybe i don't know whether i would like all these time slip stories sound really scary they all sound i don't think i'd like it to happen to me i i used to have dreams about going back in time and buying loads of this is bearing in mind when i was an adult buying loads of boxed my little ponies <laughs> do you know didn't we talk about did we talk about this or did i talk about this to somebody else i talked about this definitely within the week and said that i would go back and buy real estate yeah, and there's you going back to buy My Little Ponies. I'm talking about going to like Georgian, Georgian. No, London, I was just going back Georgian to the London. 80s to buy right. of My Little Ponies. I feel yours is kind of far more achievable because you could just go on eBay and achieve the same thing. Whereas yeah, I no. cannot go but, to Victorian London and buy like a. Well, I think I did. I would prefer a Georgian house. Would you? Yeah, I think so. I was in Spitalfields yesterday, and I thought to myself, yes, I would like one of these. 3.5 million pound Georgian but and if you could go it, back yeah that have been kind of made to look a little bit grotty and, and that makes them more expensive mm. and that appeals to my idiocy um I like that kind of thing but um yeah I I, I don't know I think um about Tombland in particular I decided this last night after I was reading my notes that they're in life there are probably kind of two kinds of people there are the people that when they hear the word tombland immediately think, oh, loads <laughs> of tombs. And then there are the kind of people who think, hmm, those idiots who think there's loads of tombs. It actually means market. And they're desperate to tell you that. Absolutely desperate. And actually, both of them are right and wrong, aren't they? Yeah. Because when they dug up the loos, there were loads of skeletons down Well, that's there. it. There weren't yeah. bloody So whatever. Because yeah. did it's they insane. think it's on the site of a lost church? And yes. that's where they came from. There's also loads of bodies being found near St George Colgate and near where, I might say loads. I mean, not in the kind of hundreds, but, mm. you know, it, kind of, it really annoys me when someone even mentions tombs and someone jumps in and goes, oh, it's not, it's not tombs. tombs. It's not tombs. Like they're kind of the clever tomb raider people. Mm. who I like it. That I always associate it with death. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's keep it. It was so what that the that fact gets in the way. It's a great name. Um, it doesn't matter. It's a great name. It's a great yes, it means market. Oh, whatever. Um, but they do did you... find when they were doing the toilets, they found um, I think 12, including these two brother skeletons, didn't mm-hmm. they? Who they yeah. think might have um pegged it during Kett's Rebellion. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's and it's a really great place. Like, it's really cool down there. I do like to visit. Um, do you think that the area the history of the area has anything to do with the time slip i mean tombland is absolutely awash with weirdness isn't it mm. it really is i think that was one of my favorite podcasts we did where we had the lady who'd seen mm. the great lady of uh, and then picked out my own ghost in the house yeah um in the you know she saw them in in one of the buildings didn't she and then you've got the cannibal girl, haven't you? And you've mm-hmm. got, I mean, there's just a lot's gone on there. Yeah. Um, unlikely that a visitor to Norwich would know any of that, though. Yeah. See, I uh, personally don't think, I, I think the history of the area is really fascinating. Oh, but I don't oh, actually, no, no. It's, it, but it's irrelevant to this case, I think. I don't yeah. actually think the history of a place has anything to do with time slips. No. 
That's no, it. I mean they've happened <laughs> in some really in some really random places, haven't they? Yeah, I would say Kersey is one of the least random places because it really looks like a time slip. Yeah, to begin with, um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's particularly brilliant that it's a toilet. Um, yeah, I, I once did. Was- I once did a feature on Norwich's most disgusting public toilets. Um, that was in there. Was but, it the um, top actually, one? Um, well, it was. It was. It was. Um, it, I had to do kind of which one was the most frightening to go to, and actually, the most frightening to go to winner was under St Giles's car park. I don't know if those are still there, but I would not go down there for love nor money. That oh, was. Yeah, a, I don't. I don't park. think I've ever even been into that car park. Yeah. Well, if anyone could let us know if the toilets are still there, because I'm not going down. Check. No, we're not going to check. Um, absolutely awful. Um, those ones, and um, so of course the long forgotten St Stephen's roundabout ones. I often wonder what's going on down there. I do remember they used to be. They were open when I was at um, college. I, you, you went to Norwich City College, and I remember walking past them. Yeah, they yeah they're all blocked up now, aren't they? There were always bigger girls in there showing people what they'd nicked from shops, <laughs> um, and they were really frightening. And I kind of think you walk past them, you wouldn't know they were there anymore, would you? But no, no. But you, they used to behind. stink though, as well, when you're walking under the underpass. Although sometimes that does still smell like. What is happening but... <laughs> in, in that in those in those disused toilets? Mm, I feel that it'd be cool to have a look. Oh. There's some dystopian futuristic horror going on behind. We should try and get get in there to see. Yeah, all right. We'll 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 work on that one. (laughs) I did. um, I did look into like why time slips happen again, and Mm -hmm. I just oh. So I tried reading some like academic papers about it, but oh, Stacia, it was so mathsy. I know. I couldn't. I couldn't ruin time slips. The only thing I, the only word I could pick out of there was geomagnetism. And is oh, it something God. to do with magnetism, you know, that kind of thing. But there's there's this whole, like, so Psychology Today and there was another website, which I can't remember the name of, they talked about, there is a, um, a credible but quite controversial scientific theory about the multiverse, which I think I've talked about, like, basically before, that idea that there's an infinite number of worlds that exist next to each other. And I, I'm still going with the multiverse theory, but I don't know why. You haven't flip- moved from that. You haven't moved from that standpoint. No, it, I've tried so hard to expand my brain on it, but I just can't I just, do it. I did. I didn't bother with anything. I reread um, *A Traveler in Time* by Alison Utley, and it was charming. Mm. Really so nice. I don't think. Do we need an explanation for it? I mean, we no. say this all the time. We don't really need an explanation for it. It's no, just I don't really think- cool that it might happen. Yeah, although we don't want it to happen to us. I I kind of look back at some, because we've got quite a few in Norfolk and Suffolk, haven't we? Mm. Um, Do you know, the most, the kind of first time I ever came across time slips, I think, was Picnic at Hanging Rock, which is a terrifying film, I think. Have Mm. you watched the original film? Um, I think I have watched it at some point. Um, That was quite damaging, I remember. That gave me nightmares for a long time. Yeah, and then when they redid a series, I was quite excited, and it wasn't as good. But um, yeah, that I was bricking it after watching that film. Was it, it was actually like they just time slip then? That's one of the the theories they. So is it the from. girls they go missing? Yeah, yeah, they just and they just don't know it. why. Yeah, it kind of they kind of the the book. If you read it, it kind of hints at this kind of jumbled chronological time slip mm. thing, and. 
and the woman who wrote it is it a woman or a man I can't remember whoever wrote it had 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 two time slips okay. had experienced it so it was something they were interested in kind of playing with time and and that oh she would also report that clocks would stop um around her and stuff so she herself was kind of hmm. I wonder if some people are more susceptible to them I mean I think when you get older um or maybe not older just ill um they're kind of quite a a recognized thing but but completely different so that would be a brain mm-hmm. um matter so so for example when my mum was ill she would wake in the middle of the night and despite the fact it was dark outside would think it was three o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon or you know would phone me and kind of say and that was when I spoke to the doctors there's quite a a common thing with people who are you know, in some way having some problems with their brains, mm-hmm. they'll have time slips, but not kind of exciting ones where they go to Kersey and see, mm. you know, rotting meat in shops that have been abandoned, just kind of a really boring one where you think, um, you know, I don't know, the television programme's going to be on at six and it's actually yeah. three or something, <laughs> which isn't quite as sexy, is it really? No. But, um, yeah, we had that one in Kersey, which we've mentioned several, t- several times, which is in 1957. Yeah, so that's Suffolk, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. then there's the so there's the horsey time slip, which mm. I think is due this year or next year, but I can't remember. Oh yes, this one happens because every every five, five years. years. But I forgot to look before like this. I forgot to look up the date of the last because yeah. like, we did work it out when it should it is be coming, isn't it? I'm sure it's it this year is. or next year. And um, that happens. Do you know? Bizarrely, I have not written that one down. I've written the horning one. Oh, down. did I mean hor- horsey or horning? Yeah, no, no you do horsey. mean horning. You do mean horning. So it's it's not going to happen. So it's every five years. So the last time it happened, so basically in horning, a family walking around the village in 78, 1978, although it says brackets, possibly 1979, taking the riverside views and um, the mum and the dad and their 11-year-old son were suddenly overcome with uneasiness. The village had fallen silent. As they walked, the trio began to feel dizzy um, and disorientated and frightened. The landscape melted away like a heat haze. The houses they'd looked at turned into ancient cottages and they watched the modern road transforming into a muddy track and carts to cars. Cars to carts. Um, And that happened last... Yeah, it was said to happen every five years so it will next happen in 2026. Okay. In August 2026. Ah, okay. So that's fine then. We've got a bit of time yeah, so to plan being there. There was, there was, um, there was um, a story of yours that I came across that I completely missed when you were at the EDP, which is one at Kings Lynn. Oh, is this the... Um... It was like a horse and cart. I want to have a look at it, but every time I try and open another screen, I go all like robot-y on the screen. Okay. So you'll just have to tell it yourself. So this was the Kings Lynn um, train one, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's right. I recall. Yeah, no, I can't remember that. They're dead to me, Shafer, once I've written them, but I kind of vaguely remember it. They were, um, they suddenly saw the old train line, didn't they, when they were waiting, or they saw a whole different kind of timeline. Yeah, but I'm sure there was like something about... Um... Like uh, a heart came up and scowled at them. Um, let me have a look for it while you are talking to me, and I will find it and see. Uh, we've got Mr. Squirrel, of course, haven't we? In the um... yeah, in the stamp in Great Yarmouth. 
Yeah. Which we okay, have talked so about on here before. We have talked about that before. So um, in Kings Lynn, it was reported to a website that no longer exists. Well, it clearly did when I found this. I'd obviously mm. not written it down. Um, it was in the late 1990s in Kings Lynn. Um, a family were in the town to send their sister off on the train, passing the time standing by a fence near the railway station. And suddenly the atmosphere changed. Sound of traffic around them stopped abruptly as if someone had turned the volume down. The air changed too, became very still. And then a man saw this cart driven by a large, angry-looking man That's it. dressed in 18th century clothes of rough and dirty appearance. Um, he drove the cart in a circle all the time, staring around, sometimes directly at them, and looking as if he was looking for someone he wanted to kill. His face was red with hatred. Um, he was a big, rough-looking man. And then he he kind of, like, drives off or, drive, you know, drives the, the, the cart off. And obviously they're all incredibly shaken, but then everything comes back. Yeah, and that's know? like I think that's like such an interesting one as well. It's again, it's got all those characteristics of like feeling uneasy, everything kind of dampens. But the weird thing yeah. with that one is this person that because you very rarely seem to see and have an interact. It's like that person could see them. Mm. Um, and you know, I remember doing that story and somebody putting in the comments something like, "Well, they couldn't have seen that there because there's a roundabout or something." Just thinking, oh. You know, somebody just making a point that was so irrelevant as to, mm. you know, or I don't think they would have seen them then because cards weren't invented until or someone breaking the story as usual. Yeah, but, and um, it's just yeah. like that's their interpretation. Like we've talked about this before as well. Like they interpreted those clothes as 18th century, but a lot of, you know, it's really hard to tell sometimes unless someone's wearing a like, I'm from the 19th century or I'm, you know... <laughs> Just like to introduce myself, I'm from, I'm the, from the 19th century. Yes, Thank and you. I'm wearing period-appropriate clothing. Um, <laughs> it's just you yeah. know when you're in that split spe- second of having to like identify something, you're like having to think and like and re- recall it afterwards. Like your brain, like like me thinking I've been watching 14 TV this yeah. whole time and I wasn't. It's like your brain does weird stuff, doesn't it? So just because mm. that's what they sent that said, that might not be exactly what they saw. I quite like them also when the experience is quite mundane, mundane-ish. So we have those ones where the, the lady was driving along the Oakle Strait in Yarmouth with her mum and they mm. both see a house and the lights are on and it looks like there's people in there. Anyway, that's it, isn't it? It's not kind mm. of like... See, the, I the think that one is a future stop. stop. I think that's a future yeah because there's no I can't find any evidence of a house where she having been where she saw it so the only explanation the only explanation for that is it's it's going to be there um I mean there there are several around here there's the yeah the great young shop we've got um people who have seen um other stuff around that area it's just there's a kind of too many people really aren't there mm. to, to discount it what is who knows um your multiverse theory i don't really know what they are it's kind of i mean we've got joan foreman dear old joan who wrote so much about norfolk um she wrote a whole book didn't she master of time mm. about um time slips uh, because she had her own experience at Haddon Hall in Derbyshire. She saw kids playing at the top of the stairs. Mm. She later found out we're youngsters from the 1640s. How do you find that out? But anyway, <laughs> um, and she thinks that thought 
that the trigger for a time slip happens when someone is interested in their surroundings but not concentrating on them, allowing the slip to happen. So it's almost like your mind, a bit like a magic eye picture. Mm. Where I you... feel like I could be quite prone to a time slip. <laughs> yeah, I think you could. I think you could. <laughs> I think you could. It just And you would have been interested by the surroundings of the underground toilets, believe you me. You yeah. really would have been. Um, so I think possibly it's, it's something like that, isn't it? Mm. You know, um, but it's difficult, isn't it? It's like, does it happen where the veil is thinned, you know? Well, that's it... it. That's If it's like electromagnetic, is that doing something to this, yeah, where the veil is thin? And and then, but that leads on to the whole, we've talked about it before, is that what ghosts are? Is that what the fae are? Is that, you know, all these weird things that we see, are they yeah. actually part of the multiverse that's just yeah. kind of slipping through in in thin points? It's really interesting. I love it. And I'll it never is. have an answer. <laughs> they'll never be just have to. An- they'll just have to accept that I am never. I really hope I don't have a time slip in it or any slip in a toilet. Nobody wants to slip in the toilet. No slips, please, especially not in a public toilet. <laughs> <laughs>